and welcome to the Enchantress Society with Tia Johnson, a place where you get to be you, where you get to unlock your magic in a sacred and judgment-free zone. The Enchantress Society is your witchy sisterhood of enchanting women who guides and supports you along your spiritual journey from the mundane to the magical. I invite you to sit for a spell as I interview guests and spill the spiritual tea on how we can create the magical life we deserve. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another amazing episode. I am so looking forward to talking about this topic because the Ren Affair is one of my favorite things to do. And uh, the experience as a whole is just, it's quite amazing. So before I dive into uh, talking about the Ren Affair, I want to talk about two things briefly. So first is Maybon. And I was thinking to myself, why didn't I record an episode for Maybon? And that's because I didn't know it was Maybon until <laughs> so about a day or two before. And and here's the thing. Um, the days are all meshing. All right. They are becoming one. One week is now three weeks later. I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm in a time warp. Some of the people who I've been talking to feel the same way. <laughs> so I don't remember the first harvest. So Maybon is the second harvest with the third being Samhain. And uh, I-, I wanted to talk about this briefly because spirit, I've been working with my ancestors recently. And yes, the goddesses, I'm hearing goddesses too. God, God. Okay, yes. And goddesses have all been instructing me to talk about this uh, well, after the fact, because when I did uh, some spells, I, I actually posted one on my reel or in a reel on Instagram. I was really called about uh, understanding the season of change and reaping what you have sown. And so the message is for people listening and me too, because <laughs> I am only patient with children and elderly and dogs. <laughs> Uh, is to understand that there's no need to rush. Everything is per the season. And I forgot about that during the summer months. Okay. At the time of this recording, it's the 23rd. So the day after Maybon. But when you will hear this, it's October 1st. So, you know, Maybon was about what, a week and, and four days a week and a few days from the date of this recording. So not too far in the past and right before Samhain. And the, just to elaborate on the message, do what you can, when you can, where you can, and understand that what you do today will have a ripple effect for tomorrow and years to come. And I'm saying that because... I self-published, for example, I self-published my first book back in 2014. And I think two days ago or yesterday, something like that, I got an email, two emails about royalty payments from purchases. I can't talk with these brackets. Purchases. It's so frustrating sometimes. From Japan. 
So there are people still buying a product I created almost a decade ago. So really think about planting the seeds, nurturing that, and allowing it to grow and be fruitful for many days, months, years to come. And sometimes when we try to push and push and push, we get frustrated. It doesn't make anything grow any faster. <laughs> okay. And, you know, that was the message is that this this season, this fall, especially starting with Maybon, this is the time where, how does that saying go? The, 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 the what, the roosters come home to roast, ro- however that saying goes, you know what I'm talking about, where things start to come home. Things start to come full circle. Uh, everything is going to pay off essentially. So don't be so hard on yourself. And this is coming from someone who daydreams constantly about, (laughs) you know, what I want my life to look like, of course, appreciating where I'm at now, but I'm always like, what's the next step and what's the next step and what's the next move. So, you know, take, take this time out to congratulate yourself uh, for everything you have accomplished thus far make some time for self-care. I know people say, oh, that's, that's easier said than done. Make time for self-care, period. And because if you don't, your body will make time for self-care, whether that's you getting sick, you're going to twist your ankle, you know, your back's hurting too much, so you can't get out of bed. Your body will make you do self-care. So do it now before you get forced to do it. And j- just to wrap that up, Just remember that a lot of things happen at a certain time for a reason. Some things happen quickly and it's like, oh, okay, great. But other things just take a little time. And the seasons show us that on a physical level. Look how beautiful the early fall leaves are, okay? Right, there's beauty in this change. So really think about that understand that this is when this is harvest season so we're picking the apples you know we're we're doing all these things because now things are coming full circle so keep that in mind right the summertime is a time for play be your most heightened energy and now it's time to come home come back to yourself all right so that's maybon i won't go into history and all that because we gotta get to the rent fair all right that's the first one done all right next today is the day the goddess mastery our goddess mastery mastermind starts i was about to say training because it is a training (laughs) all right so i have extended the cart okay extended the cart with our 12 month payment plan i talked to my team and we felt like this was a good idea to extend it to people who are thinking about joining they're on the fence But, you know, there are some financial concerns, especially with the holidays coming up. So I got you covered. It is, uh, what, $67 for the 12 months. So you're you're only paying $67 a month. And you're going to have access to the 90-day program. Today is the opening ceremony. So we're going to have a a powwow on Zoom. And uh, Monday is the first full week. So you have time. You will not be behind. This is for beginners. 
okay, this is a lot of fa- a foundational work that we're we're dealing with here. Um, these are the tools and strategies that I've applied in my life, with my students' life, with clients' life. I even posted, uh, check it out, Nadia. She is one of the students from the first round. Her testimony is on the website as well as other people's testimonials. So the link is in the description of this episode. Okay, I would love to see you in this container, in this mastermind. So you can go to tiamariejohnson.com forward slash inner dash goddess dash coaching. Say that three times fast with brackets on your teeth. (laughs) Don't, No worries, link is in the description. And you can go ahead and enroll today and you can join us for the kickoff. Okay. And just a quick note about this. Like I said, this is for beginners. If you are a little well-versed in spirituality, unlocking your inner goddess and so forth, this, this will be reminders for you. Sometimes we get off track and we have to regroup. We have to take a few steps back. But for those of you who are new completely new. Okay. We are taking our time through this process. Okay. You have lifetime access to this and there even be a break week. So if you feel like you need to catch up, you have time to catch up. All right. And we will be going through uh, my five pillars. So I will be teaching you about the if-then process. And again, this will all be on the website. I'm just going to briefly go over this. The if-then process, the triple moon goddess. BARN is an acronym I created, which is in the first, as a chapter in my first book. We're going to dive deeper into that. Fluid in the language of spirit, wrapping up with pillar five, discovering and owning your spiritual gifts and powers. So that's 12 live weekly calls, video training, downloadable fun sheets, private Facebook group bonuses, and of course, lifetime access. All right, enough of that. Here we go, Renfair. This is such a cool, how can I say this? It's not a movement, but it's a cool experience. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because when it comes to spirituality, and I'm using this as an umbrella term, whether you're a tarot reader, um, Reiki healer, whatever the case may be, a witch, uh, whatever it is, events like Renfair are therapeutic is good on so many levels because it taps in a little bit into our past lives right? Think about why are you drawn to wearing, let's say, um, lady and lord clothing as opposed to peasant looking clothing, Um, or you're dressing as a knight as opposed to, you know, just a regular person, you know, in a village, right? And it's, it's clues. You could just be thinking to you, I just like the costume. That's cool. No problem. But if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you are dealing with something spiritual in nature. (laughs) I don't think any muggles listen to this podcast. All right. I think I repelled all the muggles (laughs) from listening. All right. So 
partially it has to do with our past lives, our calling. It feels like home. I know when I go there and I see the buildings, I'm like, oh my gosh, this feels like home. Everyone's dressed up. And it's not that I'm romanticizing the the Renaissance era because, you know, there were plagues and crap going. There's a lot, there's a lot going on during that time. What I'm saying is I like being in an environment where everyone gets to be themselves, whether whatever they're attracted to. And it has that king author, you know, flair to it. There are psychic readers there. I'm going to get into that. There are the the washing winches, which is so cool. I'm like, man, that looks like, you know, they're just like sassy and everything. I love it. You know, it's really something about being in that atmosphere and and just saying, oh yeah, those are the fairies. So of course they're a little, you know, in in, in their their group together. Every time I go there and I see the fairies, it's always a group of them. <laughs> it's just like a gang of fairies. I love it. <laughs> so let, let's go over, you know, some facts about the Ren Fair, what it is, and then I'll tell you about my experience because this is this is so helpful for for people. So even if you are somewhere. Uh, where the rent, the rent fair is nowhere near you. And I mean, like not a car ride away, like a plane ride away. I got you covered. You can have rent fair themed parties. Okay. Don't invite your muggle friends, but you can, have, <laughs> or if you do just, you know, tell them like, oh yeah, I just want to have a theme party. And then your spiritual people are like, but we know, we know. <laughs> So uh, you can have a Ren Fair themed party and you can go on the website and get some ideas from them, such as uh, they have the turkey leg as one of the, the food items you can purchase to eat. So maybe you go buy turkey legs and like, hey, we're going to have turkey legs, but we're not going to eat it with utensils. So you understand you, you can you can take a little bit tweak it so it fits you okay so you won't be left out all right cool and by the way do you have if you are located in um new york or close to new york you still have time because the ren fair wraps up there on october 3rd all right so here we go what is renaissance fair like what what is it well, hold on. I just had the tab, but where'd it go? It was going to be such a smooth transition. <laughs> this is what happens when you have too many tabs up. Okay, here we go. We're back. <laughs> Nothing's perfect, and that's okay. That's why I keep things like this on the recording. So if you want to do a podcast, do it. Don't worry about being right all the time. Okay. So the Ren Fair is uh, a recreation of a 16th century village filled with performers, crafts, games, and food that gives guests the illusion of stepping back in time. The New York Renaissance Fair features more than 125 performances on 20 stages and over 100 crafts people all set within 65 acres of beautiful forest. Now, the New York Renaissance Fair is absolutely breathtaking. The 
the structure, yeah, the trees, it is just beautiful. And I say this every single time I go with my best friend and her husband, and I'm just like, I wish they had the taverns, like everything open all year long. You know, (laughs) it's just, they don't have to have the performances there because I know a lot of the acts travel and, and they had their acts with different, um, I guess, uh, traveling companies. But the buildings are there all year long. So I'm thinking, can we still dress up and go there? You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, where are you going? I'm going to the pub at, you know, well, I guess it wouldn't be Renfair. I don't know what you call it. It doesn't even matter. I would just go, you know? So that is something that I I I, I would love to see happen. But anyway, we'll get to my part. Let's finish the background. All right. So but how did this begin? What are some facts about Renfair? All right. Renfair began in 1963. And I don't know how to pronounce this, Agoria, Agora, Agora. Someone from there is going to make fun of me and ask me to pronounce that again. Anyway, it's near Malibu. <laughs> Should have just said that. <laughs> to create a living history for school children and their families. The original Renaissance Pleasure Fair has grown into an annual interactive playground and gallery for over 200,000 participants and guests. It has given birth to an industry nationwide, and this year is more fun as I never. All right, so thank you for, you know, creating this. Like, it's just, you know, shout out to the people who are just like, yeah, you know what? It started off as an, an educational I don't want to say project, but it started off as something to be, uh, which, you know what? We need more of that, honestly. More interaction, ways of learning, as opposed to being seated in a chair for eight hours a day, blah, blah. All right. Anyway. Now, for the New York Renaissance Fair, so that was the one in California. It started in California. Okay. And it goes on to talk more. Actually, let me read this. I'm, I'm going to read the rest. The Southern California Fair has traveled a bit since that place near Malibu. <laughs> the Glen Helen Pavilion provided two different settings in Devor and San Bernardino County, where the fair spent many years. Shortly after the turn of the century, the fair moved back to Los Angeles County to its current home at the Santa Fe Dam Recreation Center, a United States Army Corps of Engineers facility and a unit of County of Los Angeles Department of Parts and Recreation System in Irondale, California. Since its inception, more than 5 million people from around the world have visited Southern California's Renaissance Pleasure Fair, averaging approximately 20,000 each weekend. Wow. That's just, that's just wow. Like, I just, and it's funny because, so my best friend, (laughs) 
asked, hey, how, how do you, uh, not how do you, but uh, how many people you think are here in attendance when we went? And I just said a thousand. I don't know what made me say a thousand. Right after I said it, I was like, yeah, it's probably like 3,000. And then her husband said, I think like 8,000, something like that. I was way off. Looking at this, 200,000 people in one weekend? What? All right, enough of that before I go down a rabbit hole. Now, with the New York Renaissance Fair, this year, 2021, (laughs) before I'm like, wait a minute, what year are we in now? This year marked the 43rd anniversary. Wow. And it's from August 21st through October 3rd. So you have some time. All right. So that's that about the little history. And there they have, so at the Renaissance Fair, they have a lot of people, uh, a lot of vendors and so forth. And it's really cool. They have the, the armor that you can get there, body art, jewelry, psychic readings, footwear, uh, candles. I don't know if I said candles, glass and pottery, metal, scents and soaps and so many things. It's just really, really amazing. All right. So, and now let's get to uh, my experience. <laughs> so a little background. Uh, I started going to the Renaissance Fair because uh, my best friend, she was into it. And she's like, we should, this is the footnote version. <laughs> yeah, we should go to the Renaissance Fair. And it's a few days. Well, I don't want to say a few days, but we go after her birthday. So as I said, the Renaissance Fair is is up and running for a little over a month. But we usually go about a week or so after her birthday or like round about that time frame. So I'm um, like, yeah, as a kid, I used to see the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, but apparently none of the friends who I was with at the time were nerds like me. I don't know. I thought you were supposed to attract uh, your people. Um, but I guess I wasn't living my truth as a full on nerd. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. You're not a nerd if you like this. This is quite the um, experience. And it is all about having fun and really allowing yourself to let your hair down. So anyway, we've been going for, geez, I don't know, maybe a um, almost a decade now, close to it. I don't know. We've been going every year. And like I said, 2020 does not count, but we've been going every year and we literally never get tired of going here. And uh, they have some new things this time. Like I said, the psychic readings. I, I have seen more of that this year than any year before. So if there was a chance it was there and I missed it, maybe. But uh, I don't think so. And it was it was cool. And so we tried to go there. What was it? Saturday. And the traffic was crazy, like with a capital C. Um, so <laughs> we were close, we were close to the parking lot. So you, you drive up there, you know, you, the parking lot's there and then you can walk up or you can catch the shuttle. Um, but we were just forever on this, um, expressway or highway, I guess it is. And it was to the point where first, you know, the, the, 
the decision was, okay, let Tia make the decision. And I thought, well, you know, we're not that close. The GPS says, you know, 26 minutes away. But I, so I was sitting in the back seat and I looked up and I saw, oh, okay, there's, there are cars in front of us, but it seems like the possibility is there that we would get in. <laughs> but it was just so packed up. And I think it was just because uh, people just weren't able to go from last year and all this other stuff. So it was just more people than I have ever seen. Um, and like I said, we didn't even make it to the Ren Fair on Saturday. So we got off the last you know exit before it was the point of no return <laughs> going there. And we we got some barbecue. Okay. Um, love it. And then uh, we we went home and we were going to give it another try on Sunday. So we did. And yay, we made it. <laughs> so we made it. And, and even a note about that. And I was telling my best friend this too. You know, when, when things are out of your control, it doesn't make sense to burn energy complaining about it. And, you know, throwing your hands up in the air. It was just that a lot of people wanted to go because, you know, for various reasons. And we had to make a call. And so we decided, you know, overall at the end, uh, yeah, we need to get off and, you know, try again tomorrow. And we made the best of it. It's so interesting because I know that, and I... I have experienced this before. The bigger the group, the more, I don't know, the, maybe, yes, you know, a lot of other opinions and, and personalities and things that are involved. And you just got to look at it like, look, man, <laughs> that was out of our control. It was too many people. It was a lot of traffic. Okay. And we just regrouped and we were able to enjoy it the next day. So keep that in mind too, when you are going to events with people and, you know, something happened is out of your control, take note of how people react to those situations. Are they drawing it out? Are they helping to find a solution? Like what, what's going on with that? So there was that, that was that. But like I said, no problem. We got food, went on about our business. Okay. So we get there Sunday. <clears throat> And <laughs> it was Pirate Weekend. My best friend and I, we made attempts, several attempts to get a pirate outfit that we were looking for. And we were close. We had uh, come up with s- several articles of clothing, um, but we didn't really hit the mark. So <laughs> I decided to wear all black. Um, and I was very comfortable. I wasn't hot or anything like that. Um, and we we walked around. Now, I still felt like I was a, a little bit of a pirate, but just without the hat because I had an all black and my, they come almost up to my knees, my knee high boots. Um, I was I was feeling myself a little bit. I lost weight. So I was feeling myself. I'm going to own that. Uh, <laughs> so we got to see some acts. Um, and we got food and things like that. So I thought I recorded more video than what I did. And <laughs> so I have next to nothing to show for show for this because I was just so 
involved in being there because again, we weren't allowed to go last year. It was closed. So I was really in the moment, but I want to tell you about some of the, the acts that I saw. So we always see the magic Hana. It's uh, so it's a guy and he has his assistance and it's so funny He's the sarcastic magician. He does his whole show in silence, but he makes these hand gestures. It is and face gestures. It is so funny, hilarious. And every time someone comes in there <laughs> late, he'll give them a dirty look and he'll take something from them. So, for example, this one guy had arrived late and he had his turkey leg and he just got the dirty look and the guy comes, he takes his turkey leg and he gives it to someone else. But it was all good and fun. The guy, you know, gives him back his turkey leg. It was hilarious. All right. So some of the other things that we saw were, uh, it's a guy who, I forget the name of it, but he he's at um, a booth where you can throw tomatoes at him. And he also says sarcastic, well, not also because the uh, magician doesn't talk, but he says sarcastic things to people. So this one guy was uh, dressed up in his pirate gear. And I think he called him like a, a fake um, Captain Jack Sparrow or something like that. It was so funny. So the object is to hit him with the tomatoes, but most people miss. And he makes fun of you for missing. So it's, it's just like you can't win unless you just hit him in the face with a tomato. <laughs> All right. So. I caught a glimpse of the watching wenches. Uh, that's one of my best friend and I's favorite show. But we were in line because I wanted to get my steak on a stick. And so we were in line and, you know, it, it, we were just, you know, waiting. And it's like, oh, the wenches started already. So we didn't get a chance to see their full performance because that is a very popular show. And if you're not in there and, and have your seat reserved, you know, actually butt to the bench, forget about it so we got to see a little bit of them and and then we moved on we saw a little bit of the jousting um we saw dead bob which is again hysterical i am going to say i think this year was his best year like his jokes were even more uh (laughs) so a little backtrack here. This is a rated R comedy show. So he has several shows in the daytime, but then as the night progressed, it's for adults. And so his jokes were just getting, you know, like the punchlines were just, oh, snap. But it was really good. So it's a it's a guy. And so he's a puppeteer, or I guess you call him a puppeteer, right? So he has a puppet and um, it's a skeleton. And he laughs at his own jokes. So the guy is hilarious. And he was just making fun of people walking by. Again, it's all laughs. You know, it's it was just a lot of fun. Then there was the strong woman. And she had her empowerment message. I thought that was so great for, you know, I saw a lot of little girls in the audience. So I was thinking, wow, like this is something that they're going to remember and she was saying um know yourself grow yourself and you know like hand fist to the ear so it's like you know what good for you good for you and she was smashing center blocks uh she she 
bent a, a, a pan. She had a lot of energy. She was, she was ready to uh, know yourself, grow yourself. She wasn't playing around. Loved it. Loved it. Then we saw people, you know, there are a lot of um, singers and, you know, other mu- musicians that are playing. So that was cool. We sat down for a while and listened to, it was a guy and a woman and he was uh, singing Irish songs. It was, it was really cool. And I'm trying to think of anything else that I am leaving out. Oh, yeah. So then we saw uh, a, a guy who talked about the different <clears throat> birds that he trained. So there was a hawk. There was a vulture. And the vulture was so funny. So the way this vulture was walking cracked me up. It was, <laughs> it was cute. And he had an, an owl. And the wingspan, it was just really a beautiful experience. And he was just explaining the differences between the hawk, the owl, and the the vulture and so forth. So again, there was just, it was a really overall cool experience as always. Um, Even with dead Bob, he said that he was working uh, even, you know, more with his, his comedy (laughs) and how he he worked to have like an even um, more effective punchline. And he had to step it up a notch when he was in New York because he wanted to make a joke about the football team. And I forget which football team because, you know, New York has three football teams. And he was like, oh, no, nothing. It's like, oh, I got to step it up a notch. (laughs) So I that's why I say that this year, in my opinion, was his best year because, boy, he he was funny. But then he took it up a notch this year. Um, And so, yeah, I had funnel cake and beer. I had the Brooklyn Summer L. It was a nice, cool day as well. Um, Not not exceptionally cool. It was it was like warm ish. I should say then cool. It was there were some breezes, and then when the night came along, you felt it was like, oh yeah, it is September. It is here, <laughs> and yeah, you know, there everywhere you walk, there's something to see. Whether it's the fairies in the woods somewhere, like I said, they travel in packs. They are a gang, <laughs> okay. Or whether it's um, the uh, oh, what do you call it? The the, the smith. And he's uh, hammering away at like an iron, ironsmith, I guess is what you call it. And I'm trying to think what else. It's just so many things to see while you're walking up the path. And everything is outside, right? And some paths are dirt paths. Some paths have um, stones. It's it's just the feeling, the experience uh it's the the senses you know you see the structures you see the flags you see how the windows are shaped you know you see people dressed up you know it's you're all in that space and even when i walk past some of the the um what do you call i guess that the actors and or performers on the side they had uh, like wood smells. Like there was all these different, you know, smells and the food. It, it's just so amazing. Like I, I really don't know how else to es- explain this, but also, um, even seeing people get dressed up, whether it's the queen or you know people who dress up like pirates because it's Pirate Week. There's there's that el- element of wow, like people are really living a part of their truth. They really are embodying 
something for that moment in time. And how cool is that, especially for adults? It's a family affair, but I don't get a chance to see too many adults have fun, you know, that's not revolving around happy hour or a club, you know, like this is fun too. (laughs) They had beer there. Okay. (laughs) So this Ren Fair, I feel like with each Ren Fair, it gets better and better and better. I have no complaints about, you know, performance or anything. It was, everything was just, it was fun. Um, It was just that, you know, with the first day, is so many people wanted to go. And I, and I think it just, I, I believe it has to do with, again, people haven't, uh, have not had the opportunity to go last year. So they wanted to make sure that they went this year. Um, and then, you know, just dealing with everything, people are just like, no, I'm, I'm going because this was the most I have ever seen traffic wise leading up to the rent fair. Um, especially considering where it's available for over a month, <laughs> you know, and it wasn't even the last weekend. So, um, yeah, beside the fact that it's an amazing um, fair to go to, a lot of people just didn't get a chance to go. So that was just my thing. It was just, you know, that traffic issue. But I, I always encourage, especially people who are spiritually centered to attend the rent fair because it does help you along your spiritual journey. Imagine if you start to embody uh, that witchy aspect or that tarot aspect or whatever, whatever it is that, that you have a calling towards. Imagine if you embody that the way the performers, you know, the other artists embody their craft and their, their role at that time. Right. Because I'm here to tell you the the winches, I I I never get tired of looking at their performance because they they are all in. You can tell the dedication and that they love it. That is just it's a vibe. So imagine if you were to have your Ren Fair party and you go all in, you're like, hey, look, I'm gonna dress to the nines. You know, you guys can too. That's totally fine. We're going to have turkey legs. We're going to have uh, this bear here. I'm going to buy goblets or, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. Imagine if you did that maybe once every six months, right? It would be fun. It would be exciting. You would feel at home because that's what I, I feel like when I go to Renaissance. I'm like, oh, wow. There needs to be a hotel like over there. <laughs> Not not the other hotel, but like, like a Ren Fair hotel. <laughs> so that's what I wanted to say here. Each year it gets better and better and better. And it's not even that it was needed. It's, it's just that something gets added or, you know, something gets elaborated on. And it's just so cool to see. Um, even going across the little bridges, it's just a, a really cool setup. So. As a recap, Ren Fair itself has been around for quite some time since the 60s. Uh, then it made its way to the East Coast, and um, it is a once a year event. Actually, that is my complaint. That is once a year. 
But anyway, anyway, I, I understand, you know, there's, there's lots of logistics that need to happen. I totally get it. But um, yeah, you can apply to work there too. So, you know, there's that too, to, to really, you know, get even more involved. Okay. Um, take in all the, um, all of the environment. You, you will see families there, friends there, um, lovers there, um, people who really just want to have a good time. I even read a post that stated historians go there. I'm like, of course they do. Of course they do. So, you know, just, just take some time to go to a rent fair or recreate your own you know, even play music like that, you know, in your house, get, get into that because that will lead you to another thing and another thing and another thing. And that will lead you towards living your truth even more because from what I have seen, people who go there and they get all decked out, they don't care what you're thinking about them. They are there for a reason, right? It's like when you go somewhere that you want to go to and then you feel like you shouldn't be there or maybe like, Oh, I don't want to get too dressy. It's like, no, like this is an event to get dressed up for. And, you know, someone would say, well, yeah, but I don't want to be too. It's like, no, yes, be too. Ooh, ooh, ooh. (laughs) That's what this is. One of the reasons why it's here. That's what partially this is for. So go all out. Like I said, my best friend and I, we were, <laughs> we were just late with picking out the pirate costume. And then we were trying to figure out how we wanted to wear a pirate costume because, you know, it can't be just any pirate costume. Right. And so what we decided is we're going to invest in like a really good costume that's versatile. So say we end up going on the, um, uh, what is it? I, uh, uh the steam, uh, steam, what, uh, darn it's on the tip of my tongue. It was it steampunk? So if it's steampunk weekend or I don't know, some other weekend, we can just swap out certain things. So as long as I had the base costume, I can just get a different hat for steampunk or a different hat for, you know, pirates weekend. So I'm not, you know, reduced to having just one pirate costume and had to wait for pirates weekend. So anyway, that's what I have for you for Ren Fair. Um, definitely go. It's so interesting. Everyone is always so nice too. It's, it's just, it's a vibe. Everyone's nice. Everyone is in, in there, you know, like everyone wants to be part of that, you know, like it's, it's not, oh, I'm just here because I need to need a job. It's who's the next victim as, you know, I'm getting food like, oh, yes, I would like a funnel cake, you know, like even the people who are taking care of your food order are into the Ren Fair. So, you know, shout out to the staff at Ren Fair for hiring people who are actually wanting to be involved in the role playing essentially. So, you know, it's, it's something to be said for that. There's camel riding. Now it's just for the children. (laughs) So I will end with this. So I have witnessed adults 
go camelback riding at Ren Fair. And um, I was feeling bad for the camels. I'm not going to lie there. Uh, so this year they changed it. <laughs> <laughs> the kids only <laughs> so i don't know i think the camels filed a formal complaint but uh, <laughs> uh i get it i get it you have a couple of days left go to the ren fair okay uh get the steak on the stick get the brooklyn summer l and have yourself a good old jolly time all right <laughs> So take care. I am sending you so many blessings, lots of love. Remember to be kind to yourself. I am rooting for you. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in, Magical One. Let's keep in touch. Join the VIP email list by going to tmariejohnson.com. And as always, I'm sending you lots of love, many blessings. I'm rooting for you and remember to be kind to yourself until next time.